Good afternoon. Welcome to the Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech Podcast. Free Press Media Press Inc. sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bichard. Today I read the case Trailways Bus System Inc. versus George Albert Hamui 660SW2D607. Friends, let's get ready to have the party. The party of outside-the-box thinking about the First Amendment and obscenity. Let's start. How's everybody doing today? I hope well. This case interests me. What happened here? Let me read from the record. It says, quote, In 1974, Hamui was hired by Trailways as a porter in their Corpus Christi station. He was later promoted to an express agent, the position he held at the time of his dismissal. In November or December 1978, someone left an anonymous obscene note directed at the management on the desk of the express department supervisor. The branch manager decided that the author of the note would be fired. He obtained writing samples from all 16 employees of that department and submitted them to a graph analyst. The per, this person examined the samples and included that Ham, ha, Hamui was author of the note. Based on this opinion, on January 24, 1979, Hamui was fired. He denied writing the note. End quote. Let that all sink in. Has that ever happened to you in your work environment? Has someone ever left an anonymous, obscene note? On a supervisor's desk? Would your employers respond in the same way if they did? I wish it would elaborate on the nature of the obscene note. It did not include specific words. Was it the F word? Was it the A word? Was it the C word? The B word? What specific words did they use? How do they phrase their sentences in there? It leaves a lot to be desired in the imagination. I want to know. So this guy, Hamui, sued the company. And in the original trial, the trial court said they fired him unjustly for that note that somebody wrote. And they gave him 22200 $22,227.20 $22,227.20 as the award. Now this was in 1983, so I plugged this into the CPI inflation calculator of the Bureau of Labor Statistics. So in today's dollars, that would be approximately $57,166.95. Unfortunately, Trailways did not like this, so they appealed. This record discusses how this was a union issue because Hamui was a union member. Anyone out there union members? I'm a union member, and I have fought union fights in my workplace before. They did not involve obscene notes, anonymous or otherwise, Still, I recognize this. 
importance of unions. Unions are one interest of mine, and so is obscenity, so it's interesting to see them intersect. This discusses the union grievance process that is part of the contract. From what I gather from this, he did some of what was required. They say, quote, The record reflects that Hamui substantially complied with the grievance procedures. End quote. So he did his part. He was being falsely accused, according to him, and therefore he wanted to fight it. So imagine how you would feel if you were falsely accused. You'd want to fight. And it looks like from the record, they did not have good reason to suspect him. As they say, quote, First, Hamui was not at work the two days prior to the day that the note was discovered, and he denied writing the note. Second, Constance Scott, the graph analyst, graph analyst that Trail was hired to determine who had written the note, had never conducted a similar handwriting comparison. Scott indicated that the more handwriting samples you have, the better, but failed to request more than the four words which were provided by Trailways. End quote. A lot of people question graphical analysts, and they discuss this later in the record here. So it's interesting that they would apply that. I don't see too many people companies doing that today. I heard, I read somewhere in France it's big to use graphology. I have studied it, so I don't, I'm not suggesting that it's without merit. And I have improved my signature because of what I learned in the graphology books. Still, it is going a little far to fire someone based on a graphology sample. As they continue to say, quote, Finally, another employee tried to inform Trailways that Hamui did not write the note. However, Trailways did not investigate further this possibility. Viewing these facts in the manner prescribed, we hold that there was sufficient evidence by which the jury could determine that Trailways terminated Hamui's employment without sufficient cause. End quote. This Hamui guy did due diligence. You want to find out what else he did? Let's read. It says, quote, The record reflects that Hamui called Sergeant Ernest Wilson, an identification expert with the Corpus Christi Police Department, to testify concerning the methods used by Trailways expert in determining who wrote the note. Wilson testified that he would not even have attempted to determine the author of the note if all he had to work with was the samples provided to Trailways expert. Wilson also def- testified that graph analysis was not an exact science and that it was used more as a method of determining one's personality. End quote. Yes, friends. That was a good thing he did. He did not like the way they were treating him, so he didn't lie down. He fought. So ultimately, the court ruled as follows. Quote, the judgment of the trial court is affirmed, end quote. So they found Hamui to be a victim of injustice all over an anonymous, obscene note. So if you ever find yourself in a situation like this, take heart in the fact you can win. If, you, if an obscene note 
lands on the desk of your supervisor and you're the one who gets blamed and then they bring in graphology experts or perhaps they bring in other types of experts. In this day and age, they'd probably do some DNA sampling or fingerprint testing. It would perhaps be overkill for an obscene note, but I wouldn't rule it past anybody. If that happens, as far-fetched as it may be or may not be, get ready to fight. Hamui may have earned himself a place in First Amendment heaven. It looks like there's no evidence he had any concern about obscenity law or First Amendment issues. Nonetheless, the intersection here can propel him to First Amendment heaven. So maybe when you enter First Amendment heaven, you might be greeting him. You might pass him on your walks in First Amendment heaven. How will you advance the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and third parties today? Long live the First Amendment and free speech. Goodbye.